Happy Tuesday, Wildcats fans. We talked all Arizona basketball last show. Now we are going to talk all Arizona football this show. And you know why? Because there's a lot of really good stuff to get to. So without further ado, let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, lots to get to this show, as there always is. But we are going to talk Arizona football now. I have long believed that Arizona football is a, or 2023 Arizona football is a bowl team. And I have seen no reason why for me to change my opinion on that. Now, first thing is, it starts with the quarterback, obviously. Um, I believe Jane Delora Delora is not an All-American, he's not Caleb uh, Williams, but Jane Delora is a very, very good football player. I feel very comfortable having uh, uh, Jaden Delora as the quarterback at the University of Arizona. Sure, there's going to be some highs and lows. We get all of that. But overall, he's a good quarterback. He's one of the top four or five quarterbacks in the conference. You can win with that, especially when your goal is to get to seven wins. Um and then, as we talked about before, you got the receivers. You got a uh, got a T Mac. You got a Jacob Cowing. You got a uh, um, you got a but you got a bunch of different dudes right there. We're gonna get to. I don't want to name all the names right there because some of them are the under the radar guys that we got to get to. But overall, everybody knows Arizona's got a loaded receiving core up front. We've spent many many times talking about Big Jonah Sabanea. Loved Big Jonah. Big Jonah is probably the best NBA or best NBA, the best NFL prospect on this entire squad. Um, with uh, when it comes to um, uh, when it comes to uh, you know players that just look different across the board, this is a um, this is a squad. This is a guy that just looks different. This is what an NBA. This NBA. This is what an NFL type player looks like. Okay, now. Um, when it uh, comes to uh, universe, or when it comes to the defensive line, uh, we're going to talk a lot about some guys right there that you need to emerge on the at the, set, at the linebacker level. You already got Justin Flo and you got Jacob Mono. You know what you got with Jacob Mono, and I think we hope we know what we have with Justin Flo. He just needs to stay healthy, and so he can flow downhill. And then uh, in the secondary, we got a lot of guys to get to as well. So. Let's get started here. All right. On the offensive side, the first guy that really, really, really sticks out to me right now is Kean Burnett. First of all, Tanner McLaughlin at that tight end position is absolutely fantastic. Um, We love big Tanner on this show. Uh, And you know what? I can't believe I'm really saying this, but, um, you know, uh, I can't believe I'm really saying it, but you know what? That's a guy that probably looks like an NF- that looks like an NFL type dude, and it would not surprise me in the least if um, if he turns out to be the uh, if he plays in the NFL. But you also got to remember, though, Keaton Burnett was a highly, highly, highly rated recruit for a reason. Um, 
And the reason that he was highly rated, the reason that he was highly rated was that um, he's good. He's really good. And you know what? Not only is he really good, he's a guy that you want to have on your team. He looks totally different now. Um, got to keep. You got to remember. Uh, you got to remember too. Um, you got to remember that uh, when B Burnett came in, yes, he had all the uh, he had all the um, cl the clippings per se of uh, a next level type of a next level type player, but he had also never been really coached before. Yes. Um, uh, yes, it's fair to say that, you know, uh, uh, Chester, his father was an NFL dude, but you got to remember though, that Chester was not a tight end and Chester even said, um, uh, that yes, it's, um, uh, it was really good to have, it's really good to, uh, you know, obviously have the bloodlines, but he wasn't really coached. Kean gets to the NF or the U of A, and he has now had a full year of coaching, which is a good thing, a very, very good thing. And he, like I said, he just looks different. Um, I think that this guy is going to be ready to emerge big time on the national stage this coming year. Um, I think that you're going to see Arizona probably go with some uh, two. Uh, Two tight end sets. And you know what? Um, maybe Arizona doesn't want to do that. But at the end of the day, um, when you got two guys like that, you can't keep them off the field. Beggars can't be choosers. And I'm not saying that Arizona's in the beggar category anymore. They're not. But still got to call a spade a spade right here. Uh, if you got two NFL guys and you're at the University of Arizona, you use them. And you use both of them. That's where it's at right there. Um the uh, now when it comes to uh, when it comes to Keen Burnett, I think he's going to be a guy. I think he's going to catch forty catches, five hundred yards, four or five touchdowns, and then next year I think he can be an All Conference guy. Um, now when it comes to uh, when it comes to other guys, then we got to talk receivers. All right, Kevin Green Jr., my guy, your guy, everybody's guy, right there. Um, Kevin Green Jr. is a player who um, I think at US or at uh, U of A, he's get, he got away his turn. But I think once he really hits the field, I don't think he's coming off the field. He's got a little bit of Dennis Northcutt in him right there. Now, again, I'm not going to say because in my opinion, Dennis is the best tight end or a best tight end. In my opinion, Dennis is the best wide receiver in school history. But he also, um, you know, so again, I don't want to put those kind of lofty expectations, but there are similarities, though. Very similar build. Um, Southern California kid. Uh, he was, Dennis wasn't a USCD commit, but, you know, Kevin Green was. Um, there's a lot to like, though, uh, when it comes to Kevin Green. And again, big fan of what he can do for the University of Arizona. Um, but I think he's going to be on the field this year. Then Malachi Riley. Malachi Riley, kid out of Centennial, big, big, tall, and big. Did I mention that he is big, big, tall, and big? That's the kind of guys that we're looking for right here, to, looking for to back the A. And uh, I'm, you know, again, exciting stuff right there because he looks every bit the part of an NFL uh, he looks every bit the part of an NFL type guy. And that's why I think that we're uh 
I think that's why, you know, we're kind of at the point where we are right now. Um, where, uh, um, so those are some guys right there. Now on the offensive line, it's going to be interesting. It's good. I can't really say that, uh, that Jordan Morgan is a dot or is a, uh, under the radar, but I think a lot of people don't know what to expect. Um, because Morgan, um, is Morgan, uh, is, Coming off injury, and but if you watched him, um, if you watch him, you know really quickly that man, he's moving really well, which is obviously a very, very good sign. And not only is he moving well, um, he looks he looks like he's going to be ready for opening uh, game. And I would imagine that the uh, coaching staff feels the same way. Again, that's just a joke or a joke. That's just a guess. But when you watch how he's moving on the sideline, when you watch how he's hopping, jogging around, he looks good. He looks ready to rock and roll. I mean, not go, but he's definitely he's definitely further along than I think a lot of people thought. Um, now. That's that's on the offensive side. Now, again, at the running back spot, a guy, I can't believe we're going to say this because he was the MVP of the Army All-American Bowl, Speedy Luke, Fam, our guy. All right, now, Fam is um, – I, I it's going to be fascinating to see how they use Fam this year because, in my opinion, you got to use Fam. Fam's got to touch the ball eight to ten times per game. Don't care how it is, but that's the minimum, eight to ten times per game. And uh, if you t- if he t- uh, touches the ball eight to ten times per game, then I think Arizona is going to be in some really really good shape right here. Um, now, uh, because again, there is a difference between being fast and football fast. Scotty Graham said that to me uh, uh, before, um, and you know what? It's true that if you're football fast, there's been some guys we've had a you know a TJ Johnson come in here. Track star, sprinter, great athlete, but you know what? Not a uh, you know, not a guy that was really ever able to convey that. Um, uh, that was um, really not ever a guy that was able to um, uh, that um, you know. I think we're at the stage right now where you know that Speedy Luke can do that. You just got to be able to get him out there now. Um, it feels weird talking about him like in that regard, but I think you're going to see Speedy Luke emerge in a big, big, big way. Um, and not only do I think you're going to see Speedy Luke emerge in a big way, I think you're going to see um, the. Uh, I think you're, not only do I think you're going to see Speedy Luke emerge in a big way, I think you're going to see the. Uh, entire backfield emerge we already know that uh we already know that um we already know that arizona has a lot of guys right there we know what michael wiley can do but again i think jonah coleman can take that next uh i think jonah coleman can take that next step and i do believe that jonah coleman is going to take that next step right there now you might say to yourself mike where can i bet on this well you can bet on this well, not that you can bet on this, but at FanDuel.com backslash locked on, that's where we're. Uh, that's where you would bet it. Now, again, you can bet. Um, you can bet uh, uh, pretty much 
any anything you need. Um, you got FanDuel.com backslash locked on. You can bet in game. You can bet out of game. You can bet props. You name it. They got it. Check it out. FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, great stuff going on there. Your money's good with them. And again, isn't that what matters? You want to be able to bet. And you want your money to be good. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. We're going to talk about the defensive side of the ball for Arizona football. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we've got a uh, we got a lot to get to here. We are going to talk about um, we're going to talk about the uh, uh, University of Arizona and where um, uh, let's see here where Arizona is in the grand scheme of things on the defensive side of the ball. Because keep in mind, Arizona's got a really, really, really good defense. But there are some, uh, there are some, uh, excuse me, really good offense. But there are some a lot of questions about the defense. So let's talk about them. All right. On the, the defensive line, you got a lot of guys who I think are breakout candidates right here. Now, a lot of people talk about, you know, Keon, or Keon Bars, Paris Shand, Moving on. Okay. I get it. But, and again, this doesn't, this, I don't want this to sound like sour grapes, even though it will sound like sour grapes, but you know what? I said it with a smile on my face. So therefore it can't be sour. I believe that uh, a big, some of that was, is because they saw the writing on the wall. Jacob Kangaika and Tai Tai Uyagalele had started to move in on their snaps right there. And not only had they started to move in on their snaps, they uh, were, they kind of got to the point where um, you wondered, all right, are, you know, who's going to be the starters next year? Well, you know what? Those two guys will be the starters. The guy, though, that I think on the D-line that really needs to emerge for the U of A, and they need him to emerge in a big, big, big way, is Deuce Davis. And I think Deuce Davis can emerge, and I think Deuce Davis will emerge in a big way for the U of A. Because, again, you got to remember, was a guy that came into campus at 210 pounds, 215 pounds, built like a football player or uh, like a basketball player. But they put on some really good weight. And like a bunch of different people have said, he's the one dude on that team that can bend. He's the one guy, too, that can get through the line. That's what you need at the U of A. That's what you need out of Deuce Davis right there. And I think that you're going to get it. I think Deuce Davis is going to get seven or eight sacks this year. Um, and not only do I think he's going to get seven or eight sacks – I think that he is going to be able to get to the point where, um, you know, I think it's going to be the point where, let's be honest here, um, the uh, seven, eight sacks, that's what I need. Because again, um, maybe you get somebody else like a Hunter Eccles in the portal, but that's the one guy on the team. That's the one guy in the defense that I look at and I say, all right, that's the, uh, um, that's the other thing. Okay, now the linebacker position right here. It's great where it gets fascinating because again, we already know about Jacob Manu. Um, Jacob Manu is a player who um, Jacob Manu is a player who uh, really emerged this past year, and not only did he really emerge, um, he is a. Uh, a guy that could be all conference, Justin Flo. If Justin Flo is healthy, Justin Flo, I'm going to be fine with him. Now, could you get a, could you kind of get a linebacker that might be able to force his way onto the field a little bit there? 
That's where it gets interesting. And I say yes. I say that Leviticus, <clears throat> excuse me. I say Leviticus Sua is going to hop on and be in that linebacker position right there. Big fan of his. This was another great get by Jed Fish. I think he's going to be ready to rock and roll, come in and compete. And not only do I think that he's going to be able to come in, rock and roll and compete, but um, I think that uh, he's going to be a starter at some point. I think he's going to push his way onto the field right there. Speaking of pushing your way onto the field, Ephesians Prize Sock. Ephesians Prize Sock is at that cornerback spot. A guy that I think um, is at about six foot two. I think he's going to emerge as Arizona's best corner. I know people are bummed about losing Christian Roland Wallace. And sure, I mean, he was a good player, but wish him the best at SC. But uh, Price Sock is the kind of guy that has a next level type look to him. A neck guy who looks like. He's going to play in the NFL. He moves incredibly well for a dude that size. Uh, it's easy to see why he was a four-star kid and why Jed Fish was able to get him. He is uh, He's big time. I think that then op opposite him, I think you're going to see Charles Yates Jr., kid out of Pierce. Um, now, a lot of people were wondering about Charles Yates, and they're like, well, how good really is he? He was at a really bad junior college, at least from a win-loss perspective. But there are a few good players at Pierce. I can vouch for this. And – Charles Yates Jr. is definitely one of them. I think he's going to start at that other cornerback spot. I think he's that good. I think he's got that kind of talent to him. Now, when it comes to uh, the safety spots, that's where it gets a little interesting. We're going to talk about that coming back. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk about those safety spots for the University of Arizona. Um, Isaiah Taylor. Guy that had you talk about a guy that's got some real breakout potential right there. Arizona really likes him. He started playing there towards the end of the season. And you know what? I mean, a big reason Jackson Turner left is because of that. Now, again, Jackson Turner can play for sure. I would have loved to have had Jackson Turner back, but it was between him and Isaiah Taylor. I'm taking Isaiah Taylor because of his length or because of his youth. And his ability right there. Not only am I taking Isaiah Taylor, I am also taking uh, Genesis Smith. Love Genesis Smith. As our good buddy uh, Justin Spears said, I thought that was uh, – uh, I didn't. Th I, I thought that that was Adam Hall walking in here. That's a good thing because if Adam Hall wasn't injured, he has that kind of build. Those are two guys that I really love at that safety spot, and I could see them both emerging and both emerging in a big way. Very excited to see both of those guys right there. Now, at those other spots, then here's where it gets interesting. Where uh, who Gunnar Maldonado? I was not big on Gunnar at all this past year, but um, not only was I was not big on Gunnar Maldonado, but I'll say this though: the uh, uh, the pat, or excuse me, the uh, um, when it comes to Maldonado, he's pretty instinctual. The coaching staff likes him. Excited to see what he can do right there. All right, basically, again, this is a bowl team. Um, I just wanted to kind of go over every all the positions where everybody fits for the University of Arizona because again, there's going to be a lot of under the radar guys here that I think we need to keep a very close eye on. Um, but again, no better time to back the A. You all have a great rest of your Tuesday. We're going to come back with you tomorrow, and we're going to talk about some NBA Wildcats here on the verge of playing in the NBA. Obviously, NBA playoffs here. 
You have a great rest of your Tuesday. I'm your host, Mike Luke. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcats.